And welcome to WDW Radio Live. I am Lou Mangello, and this is the WDW Newscast for Wednesday, November 5th, 2014. Anyway, I am here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this live video broadcast every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern right here at WDWRadioLive.com. There's also the podcast, which you can find in iTunes. And over at www.radio.com, you can find the blog, discussion forums, videos, the free app, free newsletter, and lots more. Please definitely go and check it out. And also check out the events page. Find out how you can come get together with other Disney friends for Meets of the Month in Walt Disney World and other places around the country, including Disneyland next year, Disney Cruise Line to Alaska. I can't wait. Anyway, so tonight's show um, is going to be a little bit different than the normal newscast. Well, I come on, I talk about this week's Walt Disney World News with you guys real time in the chat room, get to sort of uh, answer your questions and talk about what is going on, and then normally we stay on for another however long. But, you know, I was thinking earlier today that I've really been live broadcasting in my basement, um, literally and figuratively, since like 2007. So it's almost going on, you know, uh, seven, seven, four, seven, like seven, eight years that I've been doing this. And I've been doing the newscasts every week since about 2008. Again, I, you know, I do the news for 15 minutes and then we chat for an hour or two or three or yes, occasionally even six to eight hours. And in the past few years, we started doing this sort of ask me anything, you know, where I would answer your questions about not just Disney, but business, podcasting, personal questions, whatever sort of came to your mind for those people who are listening and watching live in the chat room. Obviously, I've also been answering questions on the show via email since the very beginning, going back to 2005, but I only get to do that really once per month. And because of you know, how verbose we tend to get sometimes. I can only get through maybe eight through 10 questions, but obviously I get, you know, dozens of questions every week. So it's hard to sort of actually get all those questions answered, especially when people need them for upcoming vacations. And, you know, I, I've always loved this medium. I, I love the live broadcast. I love being able to not just push content out to you and then wait for your response, but interact with you guys real time in real life and get your feedback as it's happening. I like to be able to chat with you real time. So tonight, I want to try something a little bit different. I want to let you ask your questions real time, and I'm going to answer them live on the show, and we will try that for this week's format for the WW Radio live show, and then I'll put it out, God willing. <laughs> if, if it's not a complete train wreck, I will put it out uh, as a show this week. So your questions could be anything from vacation planning to history or trivia or how to get the most out of your vacation or money-saving questions or specific questions about your trip. It could be about Disneyland, Cruise Line, Disney movies, whatever it may be, because I've always wanted you to be part of the show. And I want to try this out tonight to see if we can really do that and make you guys be part of the show because you're in here every week in the box. You are box people. So there's a little bit of delay. I'm also going to be monitoring Twitter. So if you're on Twitter, you can tweet me live 
at Lou Mangello, and I will answer questions from there as well. So go right ahead, knock yourselves out. I will um, put on my Clark Kent reading glasses, and you guys can uh, go ahead and ask questions. For those of you who are in the chat room, again, tonight it looks like we have probably about nearly 200 people who are watching and listening live. Uh, the, let's see, the best dish I've tried at Epcot's Food and Wine Festival. Actually, the first time, believe it or not, the first time I went this year was last night. And when I say last night, I mean pretty much almost all day. Uh, the best thing I had was the hash with the jalapeno. Forgive me, I don't remember where it's from. I want to say Singapore, but I know that would be completely wrong. But the the sort of the bacon hash with the jalapeno was off the hook. And I loved, loved, loved. So much so that I went back twice, Puerto Rico. I loved uh, the tostones and the rum sangria. So much so that I had it four times last night. Or at least I think it was four. I might have lost count. So Puerto Rico and the hash was the best thing that I had at Food & Wine last night. Uh, how much should you take for food and wine? Oh, God. Uh, that really depends on you, but I will tell you that, you know, in the past, I've put like $50 on the gift card that you put around your wrist saying, this will last me all night. And that's true if all night means 45 minutes because that's just the way I do things. I go and I usually try two or more items per kiosk. I like to try and pair it with a wine if I can. So it's up to you and your budget. I would try not to do it all in one day. Um, but, you know, depending on how you eat, $100 is not unreasonable whatsoever. Um, and I think that question came from Zeus, New York. So Darlene, I think that was your question. Uh, Teresa Kmetz from Twitter. She's on the Twitter says, what's the best lounge at Walt Disney World? I would have said Territory Lounge based on a live review I did Maybe two years ago, I love the atmosphere. I really like the food they have. But I will tell you that after my recent review of Meisner's Lounge at the Grand Floridian, that may have quickly leapt to the top of my list because they have an extensive bar menu, very unique food, so much so that you could really make a full meal out of it. They've got drinks that are unique to that venue. You've got the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra playing in the background. So Meisner's and then Territory, probably a very, very close second. I also like Victoria Falls over at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and I'm going to get, you know, stoned. When I say stoned, like you will throw stones at me when I say this, but for this is a total local problem, but Animal Kingdom is so far away. It's such a long, it's like 20 minutes to get there, and they're going to walk and go downstairs. I kid. Those are my, uh, those would definitely be my top three. Uh, Mike125229, if I'm reading the numbers after name correct, what are my thoughts on Kona Cafe for breakfast? My thoughts, the love in my heart that I feel for Kona Cafe, not just for the legendary Tonga Toast, but for things like the Samoan, which is awesome. Uh, and they also have a macadamia nut pancake, which does not get as much love as it should. I love Kona for breakfast. And then if you want to take the boat over to the Magic Kingdom, you're already parked there. Why not? Um Ken Brown, also on Twitter, says, uh, what is my favorite treasure on the bookcase behind me? Oh, my God, Ken. So you're asking a question like literally the day that I just move things around and put stuff on my bookcase. Um, so I will take things like the lame answer, like, oh, the drawings that my kids gave me. I would say it would be my, uh, you guys actually can't see it, so I'll get it. 
my Haunted Mansion secret panel chest box, um, which is an, from uh, 1971. It's one of those mystery box kind of things, which you don't see that often anymore. Um, I have a baseball signed by Roy E. Disney. And my hand solo, because I'm a total nerd, my hand solo, this was mine when I was a kid from 1977. It still works. It was in storage. I found it. And my little hand solo blaster, because we know hand shot first, is probably one of my other favorite collectibles. Uh, which week is best to go to Disney World in August, says Firefighter 2. Whew. Uh, okay, so it's August which means it's brutally, insanely hot and crowded. So I would actually say the last week in August, because one, the weather just may be starting to break, and by break, I mean it'll be 97 instead of 99. But Florida schools go back to school usually mid-August, so you probably won't get as high crowds because a lot of the kids will have gone back to school already. So the last week in August, possible. Uh Least busy week of the year. That's changed a lot because there's not a lot of busy, busy, lot of lot a lot. I talk for a living. Not a lot of not busy times. I love the first week in September, the second week in December, and those first few weeks right after New Year's in January, and those even sometimes in February, as long as you're staying away from um, some of the holidays there. Art of Animation Pool or Yacht of Beach Club. Yacht Beach Club Pool says WW Genius. Yacht Beach Club by like leaps and bounds. Like I love Art of Animation Pool. I dig the fact that you can hear stuff underwater. Although the first time I went there, there was a lot of kids just doing the floating thing, which freaked me out as a parent because they're trying to listen to the water. And I think that God forbid something bad happened to them. I love the sand bottom pool at Stormalong Bay. Hurricane Hannah's is right there. There's also the slide. You're right at the beach club. The boardwalk is across the way. It's the perfect, it's like the perfect storm, pardon the accidental pun, of water park fun and delicious food. Um, all right, let's see. Let's go to um, <laughs> MJ Safra on Twitter. They're coming in fast, so I'm trying to get them as quickly as I can. What do I think is coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios Star Wars land? Yes, but I don't think that's it. I think the studios is about to undergo a relatively major shift. Uh, obviously, not just away from it being a working studios, but I think the handwriting is probably on the wall that Star, Star Wars would be coming to Hollywood Studios. Pixar is probably coming to Hollywood Studios. And who knows, maybe even a new name is coming to Hollywood Studios. I think that park is really going to sort of find its definition. I think it's really going to find its place in sort of the, the circle of theme park life uh, with the success, obviously, of Pixar, with the acquisition of Star Wars. It just makes sense. And I don't think this is going to happen in the next six months. I think it's going to be 12, 18, 24 months, 36 months out, because don't forget Pandora is still being built over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Ventureland won. The pepper bacon hash was the farm fresh booth, which replaced the Florida booth this year. Thank you very much for the clarification. If you haven't been to Food & Wine, go get that, like, right now. Uh, Ed Charbonnet, do I think Marvel's coming to the studios? Probably not, unless something changes with the licensing that Universal has for Universal Studios east of the Mississippi. Until that changes, or unless Disney decides to go with something like Guardians of the Galaxy, which Universal does not have, 
currently, I don't think you're going to see Marvel coming to the studios, although I'm a huge Marvel fan. You see Cap right down there. There's lots of other Marvel stuff around here. I would totally, totally dig to see that. Um, how do I like the new way they're hanging the wreaths on Main Street USA? It says Disney 05. So instead of the garland going across Main Street USA, there are sort of little archways hanging off the sides of the facades. The reason why that's there is because of the Festival of Fantasy Parade. The, the floats are so high, the dragon is so high, you can't have the garland going across. So I think it's a nice way to sort of compromise while you still get that sort of canopy type feel a little bit as you walk down Main Street, which I was in yesterday. Uh, Jimmy Styles, the best restaurant in Disneyland. Brother, you know I want to say the Cozy Cone because everything tastes better in a cone, especially when it's shared with friends. That being said, Steakhouse 55, I love. Storyteller Cafe, I totally dig as well. Um, obviously, there's something to be said for the Blue Bayou because of the theming, because of where it is. Um, but I like a lot of the restaurants in Disneyland Park, like Rancho de Zocalo. Like I like using real utensils. I like getting Mexican food in the park. So I would just say pretty much all of them. Uh, let's see. The best Christmas tree. Disney 1071. Oh, man. The best Christmas tree. I have to say Magic Kingdom. I have to say Magic Kingdom because I'm a Magic Kingdom guy. I'm a nostalgic kind of guy. And it's that sort of simple elegance of the uh, of the Main Street Christmas tree. Favorite ride at Disneyland far and away. Uh, Radiator Springs Racer, quintessential Disney attraction, has all of the elements that you need. Great story, great music, incredible theming, immersion into the, into the film, and a, and a wonderful rewritability factor as well. Uh, do I have a copy of The Black Hole on DVD, VHS, etc.? says Mixed Team. Yes and yes. I got rid of my, I actually, we donated all of our VHS um, to um, a charitable organization for kids. So I do have it on DVD though. Uh, who sings the podcast theme song? It is not me, Jill WDD1. It is Dave Rashone. I tried to think of a nickname for him and I don't. Dave Rockstar Rashone from djrmusic.com wrote it, sang it, performed it with his wife. I am incredibly grateful. I've been using that for almost 10 years now. Uh, let's see. Uh, John Fulton on Twitter says, which Epcot resort do I prefer? Beach, boardwalk, swan, dolphin. I like, this is such a lawyer answer. I'm a recovering attorney. I like them all for different reasons. Beach club is my favorite. Uh, I love swan and dolphin because I think they've got the most comfortable beds on property. I think they're incredibly overlooked. You can get a much bigger room at a much better rate. They're undergoing a $125 million refurbishment of all the rooms across the board, and it has, in my opinion, the best dining of any resort anywhere on property. So I would say Beach Club, Dolphin, Boardwalk, Swan. Unless you like sushi, then I'd put Swan first. Uh, let's see. Grace of the Beach Club, my favorite show at Disneyland. Um, gosh, my favorite show at Disneyland. I have to say World of Color. Um, take out the Lion King scene because the whole death of the dad thing just totally makes me cry and it, and it kills my like good vibe there. But I love, love, love world of, of color. Um, let's see. Beatrice Feeney says favorite Bob Gurr attraction or creation. If I were to ask him one thing, what would it be? Uh, so my favorite thing Bob Gurr has done, and there are so many, it's tough to choose. I have to say probably the monorail. 
And what I want you to ask Bob Gurr is, Bob Gurr, when and with whom did you have your very first Dole Whip ever? And he's probably not going to remember that it was me at Pacific Northwest Mouse Meet. But that was like my like totally geeking out Bob Gurr moment. They had a Dole Whip machine there, and Bob Gurr and I shared a, uh, a Dole Whip and then later a monorail martini. Uh, the Seven Rush Mine Train, Zach 541, somewhat blown out of proportion. It was not the raging Dante Inferno, end of the apocalypse kind of fire. A, a firework piece hit some of the foliage, little fire, put out very quickly. The ride opened up again. No damage, no harm, no foul. Uh, let's see. Will they ever have Magical Express for Swan and Dolphins as teaching Disney? I don't think so. Grumpy all the time. Would I like Cars Land at Hollywood Studios? I would not. And I've said this before. I do not want Cars Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I want it to exist only in Disneyland. I want there to be things unique to both coasts to give us reasons to go and visit. And Cars Land just fits at the end of Route 66 in Southern California. That's where it is, and that's where it should stay. Do not duplicate the parks on both, both coasts. Hey, it's Kareen says, what's my favorite memory as a kid at Walt Disney World? Um, oh, man, you're asking me the sappy, like, weepy question. But I will tell you that uh, going there with my parents as a kid, and I remember on one trip my dad um, carrying me on his shoulders in Tomorrowland and my baby brother in his arms. I don't know how he did it. He was like the Hulk. But the, the thing that we always did was on the way out, he would let me stop at the House of Magic. And always get like one thing. And I remember on that trip getting my little, it was a little like plastic red box that had this metal like sarcophagus in it. And it had a magnet. And depending on how you move the magnet around, it either stuck inside or it like levitated. And I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And I miss my dad and I miss that in the house of magic incredibly. So um, Tommy B3 Keeping in the Main Street memories, do I miss the arcade that was on Main Street? Absolutely. I was touring a friend of mine around Main Street yesterday, and she's a Disneyland person. Couldn't believe that we did not have the arcade, so I definitely do miss it. What narrator? Alicia Pisha. What narrator would I love to see at Candlelight Processional? I so want to do the my impression, it would, which would be so bad, of Christopher Walken. I would love to hear Christopher... That's so bad. I'd love to hear Christopher Walken narrate the Candlelight Processional Favorite closed attraction, you can't see my sub up there, but 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, says Disney Dude 88 uh, Let's see. DJ The Replay, what's one of my favorite Disney activities that I've ever done? Um, I don't know why Wild Africa Trek is one of the first things that comes to mind. But it's Wild Africa Trek and Backstage Magic Adventures by Disney. Best ride at night, Expedition Everest in the back row. Um... Do my Batman. Flip 31 says, do your Batman impression. I actually have a, I have a Batman mask that my family bought me, but <clears throat> my voice isn't raspy enough to do it right now. Um, oh, let's see. Let me look on Twitter. Jeremy Buck, the best standard food and wine festival. Overall, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico can be a permanent addition, and you would see no tears coming from my eyes. Um you couldn't take Christopher Walken seriously, says Mini Girl 1995. Did I ever do the swan boats around the castle, says Paul Connecticut. I did. I loved them. It was like the Wedway people mover on water. We're running long. I'm going to do one more, and then we'll just hang out and chat for a little while longer. Uh, let's see. Becky loved the Wild Africa Trek. Must do. Well worth the money. I agree. 
And final question of the night. Let me look over to Twitter. Let me look back here. Hell Hydra says Firefighter 2. Hell Hydra. Um, let's see. Flip 31 says best drink in Walt Disney World. Is it a smoked turkey? I-M-H-O. It is. That's. I think that means in my humble. It is the smoked turkey. Although somebody today sent me a, a, a picture of a drink menu. Let me see if I can find out who tweeted me today with a picture of a drink menu with Fireball. There is a Fireball cocktail on the menu, and I I can't seem to find it right now. Uh, oh, here it is. Wade Anderson, there is a Fireball cocktail that has Fireball cinnamon whiskey and rum chata, cream liqueur. Uh, trying to see where Wade had it. I don't know, but I know that it exists, and I need to find it. Kathy Kelly, RN, final question of the night. Who is my favorite Streetmosphere character? It's like kids, right? You love them all, but deep down you have a favorite. I love, I love on so many levels, uh, the woman who is and the character who is Hildegard Olivia Harding uh, on Main Street USA. Uh, she is she is suffering for women's voting rights. Go see her. Go hug her. Go tell her I said hello. And now also tell me, do you like this format? Do you like doing the live Q&A? Because I, uh, I'm enjoying this and I would like to do this more often. If so, please let me know in the comments or better yet, tweet me at Lou Mangiello. Do you like the Ask Lou Anything show? The Ask Lou Anything live show. If you like it, comment on facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello, twitter.com slash Lou Mangiello. Let me know. I will listen to you. Also, don't forget, guys, this Saturday, November 8th, is the Wine and Dine Half Marathon. So good luck to everybody who's running. You can't say break a leg. But if you're in Walt Disney World, whether you're running or not, who cares? Come to the meet of the month, 1130 at La Cantina in the outside seating area over in Walt Disney World's Epcot Center. Come there. You never know what surprises I may have in store. And if you can't come, if you're like, Lou, man, I'm in California. What the dillio, yo? Don't worry, because Saturday, the following week, November 15th, come out to the Cozy Cone Motel at 11.30 a.m. after the 5K, but before the half marathon, because food is better with a cone, in a cone and better when shared with friends. I hope to see you guys at either of those events Go to, go to www.radio.com slash events and uh, definitely check out some of the other upcoming events that we have. Also, visit lumangelo.com. Find out some of the other places I'll be speaking throughout the year or how to book me to speak at your business, at your conference, to work with you one-on-one, -on -one, to turn your passion into your profession because thanks to you guys, I get to do that every single day and I love, love, love Wednesdays. I love all you guys. Thank you so very much for taking the time to tune in tonight and every week. So, until next time, Hail Hydra. Have a great week, everybody. See ya.